Welcome back to the Talking Podcast with me, Mason Tuck. And today, well, over the next two days, me and my dad are in London. That's right, London, baby. And we're going to be going around four places and, well, reviewing them for you to see whether you should come here or not. And I say, they were some good restaurants. Welcome back to the Talking Podcast with me, Mason Tuck, where you probably can't hear me right now because I'm in a packed restaurant in Soho. This is Sophie's Soho. This is a great restaurant and you should definitely come here. My dad thinks so too, don't you? Uh, Yes, very nice, yes. So I'm here with my dad in London for two whole days and we will be going around London eating at loads of different restaurants and we will be reviewing them for you to see whether you should come here or not. And to Sophie Soho, you should definitely come here. It has great staff and great food. So yeah, definitely come here. The food at Sophie Soho was delicious. To start, we had salt beef croquettes, which are which were absolutely divine, and breadcrumbed, and they tasted amazing. They came with a pickly sauerkraut, which was very pleasing to the mouth. And my dad had some chicken wings, and they were absolutely amazing. They were fried chicken wings, and they came with a really hot sauce, but they were crispy and moist, and that was what was good. I, for Maine, had a truffle mac and cheese. Unfortunately, I don't like truffles, so I picked them off, but there was quite a lot of truffle oil in the mac and cheese. Either way, I still enjoyed the mac and cheese, as it was made with Gruyere, and I really like Gruyere, but overall, mac and cheese is my favorite food. And, My dad, for Maine, actually had a steak and chips, and it was very nice. It came with a Bernays sauce. It was classic, simple, but very juicy. Welcome to the part of the episode where we're in Dishroom. It's inspired by the old Arani cafes of Bombay. We are here to try their famous breakfasts, which include bacon naan roll, a curry, which is an Irani cafe staple, which is spiced scrambled eggs, and masala beans. They are all very nice, and we have tried them already. (laughs) If this this isn't convinced you already by what we've been eating, then I don't know what will convince you. Now, we're going to be talking about the delicious food of Dishoom. Daddy, what did we order? Uh, we tried one of their bacon naans, one of their sausage naans, some akuri, which is the spiced um, scrambled eggs, and we had a side portion of masala beans. <laughs> they were all very nice. Do you have any thoughts or changes you would have made? No, I thought they were all delicious, uh, especially the eggs. 
Um, I'm not sure what they've got in them. Um, looks like green chilli and onions, green peppers, um, coriander. They're very, very nice. A little bit spicy. Yeah, definitely. The eggs were one of my favourites. Alongside the masala beans, which had spice and flavour. And also, I, I ordered a bottomless chocolate chai, which is very nice and very spicy, like a chai should be. The bacon naans came with a sweet chilli sauce of some sort, which was very sweet and it matched perfectly with the naan bread. We also had a sausage naan and the sausages were very flavourful. Welcome to the part of the episode where we will be talking about Bredos Tacos, a wonderful little taco place in Clerkenwell, London, where we had a meal deal of £10 for two tacos, some beans and some rice, which was very delicious. I also had a lime sparkling water lemonade thing and it was also delicious and so refreshing welcome to the part of the episode where we're going to be reviewing the bread us tacos food so i had a wonderful mesa fried chicken taco which was so indulgent and so crispy as well It came with some lovely black beans and some delicious coriander rice that was so fragrant. I also had a crispy cod. I think it was called a badger fish. I think that's how you pronounce it. But I had that one as well. And it was very crispy on the outside, but so flaky in the middle. And my dad had a wonderful beef and rib taco he had two of those and they were so juicy i say juicy too much and they so indulgent again everything in here was indulgent and all of our food there was very nice maybe a bit too spicy for me but very very nice Hello and welcome to the end of our journey in London to a buzzy and busy Hawksmoor in Seven Dials. This is a packed restaurant as far as the eye can see. We have ordered our food but um, we are still waiting on it. I have my non-alcoholic cocktail and my dad has a nice Hawksmoor lager. Now, uh, I hope you can hear me, but we'll join you for the interview later on with one of the managers, and I have some questions prepared. Now, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the history of Hawksmoor Seven Dials. I'm sorry if you can hear a few clicks, but it's because I am on my phone and I am looking at the history. 
This restaurant is situated in the Old Coms Brewery, which by 1880 was the second largest brewery in London. Every year, Christian Combs Brewer, Lord Mayor, and the city's representative in Parliament through a steak dinner that was attended by the great and good. His Royal Brew House dinner, held there on June 7, 1807, became legendary. A contemporary newspaper reported, On Friday, Alderman Combe gave his annual dinner of beefsteaks to several of the royal family at his Covent Garden brew house. When the Prince of Wales, the Duke and Duchess of York, and the Duke of Edinburgh arrived, they were conducted to a table laid with materials that the brew house affords. The tablecloth was only a hop sack nailed to the table, and it was laid for dinner with wooden trenchers, wooden bowls for the salads, wooden salt cellars with bone spoons, and Tunbridgeware pepper casters. The royal party were joined by the Earl of Lauderdale, Lord Erskine, Mr Sheridan, and several others. Five capital rumps of beef were provided, and a butcher attended to cut the prime steaks. Afterwards, he handed them on a wooden malt shovel to the stoker of the brew house, who is always cook upon these occasions. The stoker placed them on an iron plate and turned them with an iron instrument in the shape of a horseshoe. When he thought the steaks sufficiently done in the brew house style, he put them into a new malt shovel covered with a tin lid, made very hot. It was taken to the table by a brewer with a clean white apron on and placed upon the table. The alderman and his son helped the distinguished guest to the prime pieces. At a late hour, the company left the brew house, highly graffitied with their beefsteaks, in which the Duchess of York was lavish in her praise and very pleased with their worthy host's hospitality. There is a little, maybe not exactly, well, history, but a little story about some steak there a little story about some steak so i hope you enjoyed that another click and that was the end of that story Welcome to the Hawksmoor Loud Loud Restaurant Starter Review. We have just eaten our wonderful, delicious starters. I had some ribs and they were pork ribs. They were pork belly ribs, actually. And they were very tender and juicy. And they slipped off the bone very well. And juice just came oozing out of them. And it was like nothing I've ever tasted before and I also um, had some slaw with that and it was very nice also it was zingy and it matched perfectly with the pork belly ribs and it tasted divine now we are going to probably move over to my dad to talk about his starter so I had the potted beef and bacon that came with two Yorkshire puddings and some lovely onion gravy. Um, the uh, potted beef and bacon was uh, it, it was almost whipped. It was uh, it had been whipped with beef 
had been pulled and whipped with bacon fat um, and then topped with uh, clarified butter and served in a little kilner jar came with two huge Yorkshire puddings and a lovely jug of sweet onion gravy on the side and the whole lot was delicious uh, we'd also ordered a little side of um, some sourdough bread that came with a beautiful butter um, I, I mean possibly too much for a starter we didn't really need the bread but th- that's us all over really isn't it did you enjoy my starter? I thought your pork belly ribs were uh, some of the best I've ever had. And I would have had another three of those and called it a main course. Yeah, I would too. Um, it, they also served with a slightly pickled slaw rather yeah. than a mayonnaise-based, and that helped cut through the fatness of the pork. I described it as zingy slaw. Yeah, zingy slaw is a good one. He's looking forward to the mains. Welcome to the Hawksmoor main course review where we are actually had our main course and we are ordering our desserts. Well, we have ordered our dessert and we are now waiting on it. I did order a wonderful Hawksmoor hamburger. It was too big for me to eat all of it. It was so juicy and tender. The meat was immaculate. And the fries, the beef dripping fries that were cooked. Oh, yeah, that was amazing. And homemade tomato ketchup. Homemade tomato ketchup. It was, it tasted like, it was so sweet. And it was probably the best condiment I've ever tasted. And my dad's steak my dad is actually not back from the toilet yet but um yes my dad's steak was really juicy i don't normally like steak myself but that was very salty and very juicy Welcome to pretty much the end, apart from the interview. This has been the Hawksmoor dessert review, and let me just say, we ordered... What did we order? Uh, You you ordered the Ambassador's um, Chocolate Bar, which is based on a... uh, a dessert that... or a, a chocolate treat that legally we're not allowed to mention. Just think... Um, dodgy, funny, 80s adverts. Uh, it's a chocolate and a hazelnut dish. Uh, it's turned into a chocolate bar with a vanilla ice cream and a chocolate ganache on top. Uh, and it was sickly, it was sweet, but it was delicious. Uh, I ordered the uh, homemade salted caramel Rolos. Um, they were a bit salty. I thought they were a little bit over-salted for my liking. Uh, there was three on a plate. I only managed one because I thought they were a bit too salty. And I managed two. Yeah, because you're a fat gubbins. Thanks a lot. Yes, I agree with my dad. That chocolate bar, let's just say for that chocolate treat, it would be called a nutty sphere. 
but it was absolutely delicious and it was indulgent and really creamy and rich and as for the salted caramel rolls I don't know if we're allowed to say Rolos as well because that is a brand. I mean, that's very true. But it was, oh, that was amazing as well. It was, it was overly salty for my liking, but I still managed it and it was creamy and hard on the outside and very nice. Welcome to Hawksmoor at Seven Dials and now we're going to be interviewing the manager so would you like to introduce yourself? Sure yeah uh, my name is Felipe I'm the restaurant manager here at Seven Dials and you are here to tell us about Hawksmoor Seven Dials aren't you not? Yes I am of course any questions that you have I'm here to answer. So first of all, you're going to explain a little bit about the food, which was amazing. But we know how delicious our food was. What about the tastiness of your favourite dish? What is it? Uh, I would say I would personally go for my favourite dish. Uh, as a starter, I would say the scallops are my, my prime dish, my, the, the first dish I go for. Uh, I do like them. Uh, they're just lovely. So. Um, I would say uh, for main course, I do like my ribeyes. Uh, I do like, you know, kind of fatty meat, you know, full on flavour. Um, and I think, of course, dessert, you cannot go wrong with a sticky toffee pudding. I think it's just those three, but mainly I would say the scallops is the first thing I go for whenever I come for dinner. Yeah. I was about to choose the scallops, but instead I chose the ribs, the pork belly ribs. They're very good as well. Very nice. Very good. I don't personally like steak myself. Oh. But um, the steak I tried that my dad had tonight was very nice and very uh, salty, and I very and I really liked it because I like salt on my meat. Um, he had uh, fillet, didn't he? Uh, Other yes. One. Yeah. Yeah, he had fillet. Fair enough. And uh, I had I had the chocolate bar that we are not allowed to mention the name of. You're not. Yeah, you're indeed right. Yes, of course. <laughs> and it, that was very rich and creamy and really nice. good. Good. And um, so. So, um, enough about personal dishes. What about the diners? Uh, what is your most popular dish here? Um, I, think, I think I had to agree with myself in here again because I think uh, the most popular dish, I would say the scallops uh, and the ribs, two of them, you know, but of course, you know, the starring of the, of the whole restaurant would be the steak itself. Yeah. All right, but we're looking into, you know, who walked us the most or not, but I think the scallops, they, they win by a mile. I think we do sell roughly about, I would say, a thousand pieces a week or so. So that that tends to, you know, that, that's a vague number. I think it's just could could either less or more. But I think we're running out that number to a thousand a week. Uh, and of course, it could increase whether a Christmas season or you know decrease on the summer sort of yeah. thing. But but I think that's a rough number. I kind of wish I'd gone with the scallops now. I mean, you can always come back, you know. So yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely gonna come back. There are a lot of restaurants with um, the Hawksmoor brand, but I'm keen to know how long has Hawksmoor been in Seven Dials? So, um, Hawksmoor has been um, in Seven Dials since 2010. Okay, I think we established ourselves first in Spitalfields, uh, near Spitalfields Market, back in 2007 or 6. I don't really have the number per se, but this restaurant has been here since 2010, which is probably about 11, 11 years, 11 good years. Wow. 
quite a long time for, and a lot of customers coming here in diners. Uh, I, I think, yeah, we've, um, I think the, when we started in Spitterfield, 2007, the second brand we opened was this one. And I think that's when, when the brand start picking up quite a lot. And then that's when we start spending a little bit more after this restaurant opened. And I think this is, I've been, I've been to many Hawksmoor restaurants, but not, not because I'm being biased, but I, I do love this brand. Not because I work here, but I, I, I do like it. But the others are very good. They got these specialties as well. Um, but yeah, I think I'm, I'm in love with this one. Just so that everyone else can, everyone else can try it. The great food here. Yeah, absolutely. That's why you expanded it. Um, what can you repeat that? Sorry. Uh, is that why you expanded it so everyone else could taste it? I mean, yeah. Things? I mean, the, if the opportunities out there, you know, why not try to, you know, to deliver a, a very good product to, you know, the majority of people, uh, to most of the people um, within the UK and in the world. Hopefully, you know. Yeah. So uh, the COVID pandemic, everyone knows about. So obviously it has affected most restaurants across the world, but uh, how has Hawksmoor and Tevgars adapted to the changes that have occurred? Um, we, I mean, it's not, it's not been good, but we, sorry, it's not been um, uh, really good to, you know, assimilate the, the pandemic, it really, hits really, really hard. But I think Hawksmoor has taken a very good approach on how, you know, we tackle the pandemic, you know. Uh, we have taken, you know, measures, you know, uh, within the restaurant, you know, pr to protect staff and customers. First of all, we have taken probably about 20-30% off the table of the restaurant uh, of the pandemic at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, about that, also, we have encouraged, uh, we have, you know, put, put in better procedures, you know, to sort of try to keep people safe, such as, you know, cleaning schedules, uh, training people on COVID, you know, changing the way that we do things, you know, and then making people more aware of you know what what's important you know try to keep you know everyone safe um yeah did you start doing any takeaways during that we actually started a very very good project uh, which is called hawksmore home which basically you know when all the restaurants were shot uh we started delivering you know uh, dinner boxes so we started doing you know like maybe a couple of them uh, probably about four or five different boxes and then we start expanding we created um, uh, our own website about it uh, and then you start um, ordering um, most of the thing off the menu uh, to, to have it to take away um, and that was so like, people they, made them themselves yeah I mean they actually cook the stuff at home so uh, you order you order your porterhouse you order your size and then we give you all the instructions in the box uh, chef Matt Brown which is our executive chef also did uh, videos uh, on YouTube and how to cook and how to prep the things that we're doing. So it was a very, it, it's still it's still live. And, you know, we're still doing hot to my home boxes, uh, and it's very popular. I think we're growing quite a lot on that sort of sense, and uh, it's, it's really good. Yeah. Probably not as good as the restaurant. Uh, it's itself. equally good. It's equally good. Yeah. You can't tell. I mean, like it's it's it's, it's amazing. I mean, hopefully good. they cook it as well. So that's, the that's, the big, that's the big spring, of course. You know, there's a bit of a factor, there's the chef, but yeah, it's, uh, it, is, it is still very good. Yeah. Hawksmoor has a fantastic reputation. It, uh, it's in a city full of great staples. What do you think that it compares to any other state restaurants? How does it stand out from the rest? I think we have a philosophy of, you know, sourcing the best you know and we and we take a lot of time on trying to source the best products that are out there and also we mix that with a little bit of you know i think more than that like hospitality 
because you know if you want to make your dining experience you know a great one you know you have to combine a lot of things yeah. but for us it's going to be you know this thing we call the 51% hospitality 49% service service includes you know the product and this this and that but I think people keep coming back because you know they feel at home and it's just it's just a great place to be and uh, finally, if you're not working, where are your favourite places to eat? Apart from the Hawksworth restaurants, um, <laughs> where do you like to eat? Well, you know, um, I, I think I think I'm going to go for uh, this a little. Uh, Mexican down the road here it's called Cafe Pacifico which is uh, it's just great you know I, I, I've known that place for about maybe 10, 12 years and it's a little really nice uh, gem hidden in the middle of Covent Garden which is literally right next to work so that's where I spend most of my time when I'm not here right. yeah. well thank you for uh, taking your time to talk to me I'm sure you have a really big feed schedule I will, will try to you know help you thanks very much for having me I yeah. think it's been great yeah. Thank you very much. Thanks for talking to me. No worries, anytime. Now, which restaurant of all these four should you go to? Let's recap. We went to Sophie's Soho, so had some fried chicken wings, salt beef croquettes, truffle mac and cheese and a nice good old-fashioned steak and chips that i'd say was a 7 out of 10 or no a 6.5 out of 10 only five milli percent i guess off but it was very tasty it was it was a hearty barbecue meal and I would definitely go there again because it made me feel kind of comforted in a way and it was so it was so nice in service and the food as I said was delicious and just the general restaurants that was nice atmosphere not many people there but when there was people there it was bustling and it was very good now on to brados tacos brados tacos was enjoyable it was quite small and you could see the kitchen all open which took up most of the restaurant but our meal deal that we had was made me feel like i was in mexico and i really liked that especially with the lime I still don't know what to call it. Sparkling water, maybe? I just think it was like lime lemonade. That was very refreshing and it fit the tacos perfectly. And I would definitely go there again. So, oh yeah. I would give that probably the lowest score out of all of them. Sorry, Breda Sacos, but you're getting a five. And then we have the delicious delicious place dishoom dishoom was very 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 good it was very original and unique in its flavors because Although it was just a plain, simple Indian restaurant, it was way more than that. Because it had something 
that no other restaurant has ever had before. A, an English breakfast crossed with Indian food. And our naan rolls with the sausage and bacon were very nice. But the bit that stand out the the bit that stood out the most was definitely the curry, the spiced egg. I could taste all the flavours in there that I imagine they wanted to get across. And I don't think I've ever been to a better Indian restaurant. Hey, you never know. I may have not been to a better restaurant after this. Now on to Hawksmoor. Hawksmoor, Hawksmoor, Hawksmoor. May I please say a big thank you to Felipe for letting me interview him and it was very fun and quite nervous honestly it made me quite nervous the food at Hawksmoor was so 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 delicious and hearty I had a deliciously huge hamburger which I couldn't get through at all and it was so just so good and the steak that my dad had it was I don't know what else to say but juicy I know I say that a lot but it was it definitely was and I also had that chocolate bar that we're not allowed to mention the name of but that was so rich and creamy and it brought a nice end to the night but the bits that stood out the most were the pork belly ribs and the potted beef and bacon and you know why you can't answer that so don't try it was because i've had a hamburger and steak before and it was nothing new to me although it was absolutely divine flavor it was nothing new to me so the pork belly ribs and the potted beef and bacon was something new that i hadn't tried before and thanks to them i would definitely try to try it again if you haven't had potted beef and bacon before which you probably haven't then it's like a like a bitty pate with bits in it and it was it was so creamy as well but also tender in the meat part and the yorkshire puddings were massive and there was a sweet onion gravy and I give Hawks more. I'm not going to tell you. But before, I forgot to give Dishoom its score. In fourth place, we have Bredos Tacos. I said that the wrong way around. Bredos Tacos. Unfortunately, it is in fourth place. But if you love Mexican food, then it's very, very delicious. And you should definitely try it out, whether you like Mexican food or not. It's a new door to great opportunities of food. Thank you to Brados Sacos for letting us eat them. And I would definitely be going there again if I lived in London. In third place, we have the wonderful Sophie's Soho. Well done to Sophie's Soho for making it third place. 
with its hearty warm meat and it was so delicious and especially since i love mac and cheese and it's my favorite dish ever then i really appreciated the new flavors of mac and cheese that i had never tried before a little heavy on the truffle oil but i'll forgive you for that one because i quite like the truffle oil and it gave it a kick in second place we have Hawksmoor. Now, may I just say that Hawksmoor was one of the most delicious steakhouses I've ever been to. And it was so, so tender, all of the steaks and meats. And it just, unfortunately, it just didn't cut it to making it past Dishoom. Dishoom in first place with a whopping... 8.5 points and Hawksmoor had a 7.5 points but well done to Hawksmoor because it was one of the best ribs I've ever had but unfortunately it just didn't make it past Dishoom which was the best breakfast I'd ever had the Akuri just sent me to different universes pretty much than I'd ever been to before and it was just so indulgent. And the bacon and naan rolls came with amazing sweet chilli sauce. And the pairing was immaculate. And those masala beans. We cannot forget the masala beans. Which were so spicy and warm. Now, well done to our winner, Dishoom. And honestly... If you want to try out all of these places, definitely do, because they were all very, very, very delicious. But the perfect day out for me would probably be Dishroom for breakfast, or Dishroom for any time of day, and Hawksmoor for dinner, because I don't think there was a better place to have the best day ever. Commiserations to our runner-ups. The reason I didn't say losers was because you're not losers. Because if you were losers, then you wouldn't have an amazing restaurant. And just know, if you're disappointed with your placing, then don't be because we picked you to come to in the first place because we heard great things about you and we wanted to try your amazing food for ourselves so that's been me on my first episode of the tucking podcast with me mason tuck and thank you well done to dishoon